Marvin Keller Trucking is currently looking for drivers to expand their fleet. We have solo, team, lease purchase, owner-operators, and even part-time local positions available. Their solo drivers get up to $0.54 a mile. Teams get up to $0.58 a mile. Late model Cascadias and Mac Anthems available. Your health benefits start on day one. That's nice. No-touch freight and 60% drop in hook. Nice. Want something different? Join the Elite Fleet. Four days on and four days off. Hourly pay of $20 to $25 an hour. Want to start your own business? Check out the Lease Purchase Program. With payments as low as $345, you can pay the truck off and start hiring your own drivers. Want more details? Call 888-418-5161, extension 280. Marvin Keller Trucking. Hey drivers, are you looking for a new job or are you looking just to become a new lease driver? Well, NCI offers new Kenworth T680 double bunk condos with APU and refrigerator, all standard in all of their equipment. Come aboard and become a lease operator, or you can become a company driver. NCI offers regional positions, over-the-road positions, team positions, and also NCI will take on a few students if you've graduated from a trucking school. Pick up the phone, check out NCI, and see if they have what you're looking for at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Hey drivers, have you thought about becoming your own company? Have you thought you'd like to get your own authority and DOT number, but you just don't know how to go about doing it? Well, call JJ Keller and Associates. They can help you get the proper registration and credentials that you need to operate legally. They protect drivers from penalties and out-of-service orders as a result of not having the proper authority. They save drivers time by filing their paperwork and ensuring everything is correct. Drivers, they also help you with unified carrier registration, USDOT and MC numbers, MCS 150 updates, year-around authority monitoring, and plenty more. Drivers, if you're looking to become your own company and you want your own authority number and DOT number today, call J.J. Keller & Associates at 888-601-2017. That's 888-601-2017 and tell them TalkCDL sent you. Thank you. I want to read to you a story that was sent to us from a trucker. I'm actually not even sure if he's a trucker, but his dad was a trucker for probably 50-some years. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, it's kind of cool. We had put up a picture the other day, and it got a lot of comments because the guy was standing beside a, a cab over, a Mack truck that he had driven for many years. And the, and the guy actually had died in his truck mm-hmm. um, when he was, I don't even know how old he was. He started driving in 1947. And in 2003, he died in his truck waiting for a load. Okay, the guy's name was Robert Dean. But check this, check this letter out his son sent us. He said, one story that's absolutely true is that he, Robert, grew up in an orphanage. Now, there's a trucker, right? He grew up in an orphanage, and you would think, oh, okay, so he didn't have any parents. It gets weird for a second. Okay. It says, his stepmom didn't like him, so his dad put him in a boy's home. The home was, are you ready? Mm-hmm. The home was literally across the fence from his house. So they stuck him in a home next door. They lived, hmm. they lived next to the orphanage. That, 
Okay. I know. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it's sad, though. It's really sad. It is sad. Okay, now, listen to this. It says, so he could walk to the back fence to talk to his dad, but he couldn't go home anymore. Hmm. You believe that? How sad is that? That that's super sad. It's just. And I it's mean, I, I I have a lot of other emotions that are going with that, but. And usually, when you go to an orphanage back in the day, orphanages were big. Were, were big. You because you didn't have parents, mm-hmm. or I guess because your parents didn't want you. And this is a prime case of that. Now, listen. This story goes on. He says he his his dad had an uncle who was a truck driver, and he would sneak out of the orphanage and ride with him. Mm-hmm. His uncle told him that. He'd teach him to drive if he got a driver's license. And so you got to think to yourself, wait, that just said he was able to sneak out. Mm -hmm. Remember, though, the stepmom, it's always the step, the step. The stepmom didn't like him, so he couldn't go home, not because he was trapped at the orphanage. He was trapped at, he was, he wasn't trapped. He couldn't go home because his stepmother wouldn't allow it. Right. But anyways, he would sneak out and ride with his uncle in, in, in the tractor trailer. That's a, that's a, that's somebody. It's a good uncle. Absolutely. It's a good uncle was teaching him a trade and he liked being in a truck. It says his uncle told him that he'd teach him to drive if he got his driver's license. So if you went out and got your regular driver's license, I'm going to teach you how to drive the big truck. Mm -hmm. Isn't that cool? That's yes. So it says, so when he turned 16, he went and got, he went and got one. Back then there were no computers and no pictures. So he wadded it up. Carried it around, but he changed the date on it to make himself five years older, so he was now 21 and not 16. <laughs> yeah, you can get away with some crazy stuff back then. Smart little guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now listen to this. It says, after, after a week, he took it back to the DMV and convinced them he needed a new one because he had a job and his boss couldn't read that one. They chewed him out for not taking care of it. They yelled at him. Mm-hmm. But he left with an actual driver's license, backdated five years for his birth. <laughs> now listen to this. Uh-huh. He went back to the orphanage, packed up and left, and was driving a tanker within two weeks. That was 1947. So to break it down, his stepmom didn't like him, stuck him in the orphanage, Next door, mm-hmm. his uncle, by the grace of God, was a trucker, which that makes all of our listeners and us tickled to the heart because that's what we all do. We're truckers. Mm-hmm. So what a gift. I mean, it'd be a great gift for any one of us, right? Okay, we, we're down on our luck. We get kicked out of the house by the new mommy, right? We're next door. Guess what? Uncle Joe, Uncle Buck, Uncle Tom, whatever his name is, he knows how to bang gears, and he's a road driver. Guess what? Uncle Buck wants me to go with him, and he's going to teach me how to drive a truck. I get my license. I play with the numbers on it. I I, I fudge it. He's smart. He's, right. he's a smart kid. And then I go back to the DMV to get the real one, <laughs> and they actually fall for it. Call me 21. Mark it down. And here I am now, two weeks later, I'm out of this orphanage. Guess what I'm going to do as a 16-year-old kid? I'm getting in a big truck. I'm going to work. Right. Isn't that pretty cool? It says that was in 1947. My gosh. That, you know what trucks were like back then? You, you slept on a board. The, the brakes were what they called spring brakes. You mm-hmm. had to stand on them with two feet if you were getting loaded on a hill. Now listen to this. It said when he died in 2003... He had well over five 
million miles behind him. Now, this is where it gets really cool. And he never got a speeding ticket, not one. You think you like that? Yeah, I do. Really super cool. Yeah. Here's a guy who rode five million miles on the road. Oh, he's probably so damn scared he was going to get caught with with a bad license. I mean, I don't know. It says he passed away of a heart attack sitting in his Mac waiting to load. And the day he died, his driver's license still showed him as five years older than he was, than he was. He was never able to fix it. So I guess after so many years, he probably went back to the DMV and went, hey, you know, I, I play a little joke on you guys. You know, I'm really. I just noticed that you've got my license, my, my, bir- my birth date wrong. I never realized it was five years difference. Yeah. So anyway, so, but they wouldn't change it. They wouldn't fix it. It's, and, it's weird because, you know, his birth certificate would have shown yeah, his well, actual date. You well, know what I mean? Did he have one from back then? Oh, yeah. They still have them back then. My mom had one. Yeah. Your mom was born in like the 1800s, wasn't she? In the 40s. Yeah. But uh, here's 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 what you, you got to remember. You know, yeah, he didn't have any speeding or anything like that on his license, but he was smart enough to change the, the date, so he was smart enough not to get the speeding. You know, he was, he was a smart guy. Yeah. I just thought that that was a super cool... You know, we're trying to feature different people. So drivers out there, this was just a, a short little story I wanted to bring you on a guy named Robert Dean that was a a five million mile trucker that did what he could to get out there and be a driver and work his whole life. My encouragement for anybody that's listening to this podcast today, send us your story. Do you have a story of an uncle that had a really cool story of trucking? Maybe he overcame. Maybe maybe you uh, you got a family member, or maybe you yourself you drove in the Amazon, or you drove, uh, you know, up in the the frozen tundra, or you you were an ice road trucker, or or you had some really, or maybe you're just a regular trucker like Robert. We want to hear your story, and we'd like to tell your story. Um, we find it very interesting, the different unique stories that we can bring to everybody about trucking. Send us your pictures, your videos of any of those old timers, belt buckles. Anybody got an old belt buckle they want to sell me or give me? I would happily display it on the talk CDL wall and I, and I would put it up on, on the pages in your honor. Also, Ruthann, there's something that I wanted to talk about today going into what we're here for. Um, recently we, we know about, and we're not going to get political. We never do. We know about the, the murder of, of George Floyd. And then we know that the riots followed. Well, a unique trucking story came out of that. I'm sure there's other stories that involve the tractor trailer, but in St. Louis, a, um, a FedEx truck was pulling a set of doubles and, and you've seen the video. We mm-hmm. got, we got sent a video. We got sent a vi- a video, and I'm going to play the video here on the show. I'm, it's obviously they're going to just be able to hear the audio. But what it's going to do is no, wait, I, I'm actually <laughs> it's playing right now. Okay, I'm going to pull up. I'm going to rewind it. I'm going to put it up to the mic. But let me set the stage. Uh, there's a girl videoing. I think she's a girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I mean, it's obviously a girl. Yeah, it's it's her voice. It's a girl. So, but I, was she the one holding the? The the camera. That's my only question. I think I know she it's was a female. I think she was holding. There was another person in front of her. So I think she's actually holding the camera, talking about it. So yeah. she's on the sidewalk. The protests are going on, and then all of a sudden, her attention goes to the FedEx pulling a set of doubles coming through town, 
And she says, oh, my gosh, they got the truck. They got the da-da. I mean, you can't, you, you know, I had to listen to it a couple times myself. And then all of a sudden panic goes in when she realizes there's somebody caught between the trailers. And so I want to play that, and then we'll talk about about this incident mm-hmm. since it involves trucking. So here we go. I'm going to put this up to the mic. Let me. I'm going to turn the mic up a little bit so we can really capture uh, this here. Okay? So bear with me, and here it comes. This is the... FedEx truck, and for all you people that have weak stomachs, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and put out a, what do they call it, a disclaimer for anybody that doesn't like to hear any any violence or any type of, of, of uh, harm coming to somebody or anybody that's panicking, you might want to skip this part, and that's my disclaimer for those of weak ears. And nothing wrong with that, by the way. We're not making fun of that. Here comes the video of, or the audio, rather, of the incident that was sent to us. That is the video that was sent to us uh, by, uh, and in fact, he said we didn't have to credit him. It doesn't sound like he really wants his name on here. But we got that sent to us, and it is. It's terrifying. It, oh, my my audio is still up to a ladder for you, Ethan? Yeah, Okay, it, it was. I was it's off at the chart. He just likes listening to himself. So, anyway. Why, why does it got to go to an insult to me? Oh, I wasn't insulting you. I don't like listening to myself. Okay, what's that look for? <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I listen to our podcast every now and then just to see if we sound like a bunch of bozos. But No, you know, I don't just mind to, that. I, to improve. No, it passes time, you know, especially when we're going, like, away and we listen to it when we're going off. But yeah, I understand that, but you still like to listen to yourself. But listen, now, here's the problem now. We're, we had a serious moment going. Yeah, and we're still talking about it, so why are you taking it away? All right, so let's go back to that. I'm there. All right, so you just heard the audio. Mm-hmm. And we've seen there was news reports of, I mean, it, it the reports that we read, that we had um, on the news, it said they were banging on the truck. And you've seen in the video, they did bang on the truck there as it was going by. They were trying to get them to stop, I guess. Mm-hmm. And apparently, now I didn't see it in the video, but in the news report... It said they were trying to take stuff out of the trailer. They were they were trying to break into the trailer or whatever the case is. But They're looters, you know, it, protesters, looters, whatever you want to call them, rioters. Uh-huh. I'm just, I, I, I didn't look at, like, I didn't, I haven't watched any of the stuff for this. So this is all kind of really new to me. I, I don't like seeing the violence, so. But it's life. I know it is life, but I don't, I don't like to get myself to, it's not like I don't want to get involved in it. I just don't want to, because I think it's horrible. Uh, the whole situation. So the, I'm one of those kind of people, like, you, you know, that if there's something going on, I seep it. I, 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 I absorb all that. So I don't like the extra violence, the extra of that. Cause it absorbs into me and then I get aggravated and irritated myself. So I try not to do that because then I'll take it out on other people and it's a vicious cycle. 
Okay, but being that we're the media and we talk about these things, mm -hmm. let's not make it about you and how you feel about it. I'm just saying, well, what I was getting at is okay, that right. it's, I didn't know they were trying to loot him is what I, this is the first thing I seen was this video that they, that we received. Right. So I didn't know they were trying to loot, but what I was going to say is from my, our experiences, don't they have, like he usually has it locked in the back. Most, you know. I would think that most FedEx trucks have a seal. Yeah. But they, they're really easy to break. A seal's easy to break. Normally. I don't know. I just remember you always having a lock on the back of your trailer. Well, I don't know that the FedEx drivers have locks. They just have a seal. Seals are breakable, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, and that's where I would probably say, you know, this is like, just like any cargo, you're responsible for it. So I would always think that the padlock would be much better than a seal. You know, even if you have it sealed, just me, you know, that's what, so I didn't know they, so he just had a regular seal on the back of his trailer. I don't know. I wasn't, oh, okay. I didn't hone in on all. Okay. I mean, and, and again, like I, like you, I had, I wasn't able to see anybody trying to break in the uh, trailer in that video, but the news report specifically said they were trying to break into the trailer. Hmm. Now let's start with first off. You want to call them protesters, looters, rioters, whatever you want to call them. Right. When, when you're trying to burn down buildings and stop trucks, and there's been, you know, we can we can talk about uh, a driver in particular, Reginald Denny, okay, uh, in L the L.A. riots back in the ni early 90s. He was dragged from his truck, had a cinder block smashed in his face, mm -hmm. uh, four, four young kids. Actually, it was four young guys and one 30-some-year-old one guy ended up going to prison over it. Um, and so a lot of truckers still remember that. I know in the post that we stuck up, 99.9% .9 of every truck driver said, if I was in that driver's situation, I would have gunned it. I would have mashed on the fuel. I would have not stayed. You know, one guy wrote, I'd rather be tried by 12 than carried, you know, than carried by six, you know, mm -hmm. I, it, and, and it does make sense. I'm not advocating that anybody gets killed or hurt, but here's the problem. You have a, a, a working man inside that truck when all of a sudden he comes into a town probably unaware what was going on because let's just start off by saying the riots originated in Minneapolis. This happened in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. So it caught on fire over the next night or two to where all of a sudden you're in St. Louis and all of a sudden, you know, you're thinking, well, heck, man, I'm a thousand miles away. I don't even know what the mileage is from St. Louis to Minneapolis. Probably ain't even a thousand. But you're thinking, well, yeah, the riots are up there. You're coming into a town at night, and all of a sudden, you're caught in the middle of a riot. What would you do? What What would Ruthann put yourself in in that truck driver's place? What would you do if all of a sudden you have people banging on your door, and you feel like I'm I'm about to get killed or beaten and robbed? What would you do? Would you stop and get out? No, nope, I wouldn't. N not, not many truckers would stop and get out. No, I don't. I mean, if I see someone being hurt or anything like that, I probably would, you know, of course, I would call 911. I would do my, you know, I would get on my CB. I would. But pretend you're the trucker. But if I'm in the trucker and I was in the situation that this FedEx driver was in or Denny or any of the other drivers that are, their trucks are getting jumped and their life is threatened. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. I'm going through my gears. I am getting out of there, there as go. fast as I can because, first of all, the merchandise I'm carrying and the tractor I'm I'm driving are Who not. Who cares about that? It, well, 
it's just as, as I mean, my life is at stake there. That's what you care about, the, your I'm, life. What I'm saying is yep. the company would rather me get out of there than something happen to me in there, you know, there and have them not, the company's not going to be worried about it as far as their merchandise or their tractor, but they would be more concerned about me. The so they one, would want me to get out too. Yeah. No, is what I was trying to say really in a really bad circle way. Yeah. No, in my luck, dispatch would be like, are you going to deliver that load or what? <laughs> no, I'm no, no, but sir, being serious though, that truck driver did what probably everybody else did. And I don't think that, now, there, you have a, a person that died, okay, and we'll talk about him in a second, but you have a person that died over this. Now, what is he going to, is he going to get charged at all? I, I mean, I would, I would find it hard-pressed for any jury, okay, because a jury is always able to try to put themselves in everybody's situation when they're judging something. I would find it very hard for a jury to look at that trucker if he was charged with anything, and say, yeah, he should have done the right thing and pulled over and got out with the angry mob, right? Mm-hmm. Ruthann, mm-hmm. am I right? Well, you think, do you think the jury's going to ever say that? He should have got out with the angry mob? No jury's going to say that. I don't think so either. And I don't think that if, if a prosecutor tried to even bring charges, I don't think they would stick on that truck driver. But we're going to find out shortly what does happen? I haven't heard of any reports yet. So let's talk about the guy that did this. The guy that got caught between the, the trailers. Oh, it's... He, he actually went between the trailers. Uh-huh. Now, you... First off, I would say 100% that's a guy that did not know anything about trucking. <laughs> it's someone that definitely doesn't know how much weight one of those trailers can carry. Even if they're mm-hmm. empty, they're, it's going to tear you into shred. <laughs> exactly. You're going to look like shredded cheese. Uh-huh. I mean, honestly and truly, that's... That's uh, um, what are you what are you doing over there, by the way? I'm typing "guy stuck in FedEx trailer." But so, what are you trying to do? Pull up? I'm gonna see what happened to him. Well, what do you mean? I just told you we. I read the the news. I, well, I didn't read it. I kind of paraphrased. I told you it said they were the protesters or rioters were banging on the on the truck, which we've seen in that video, and they were trying to break into the trailer. At that moment, you have you have two choices. I'll, I'll pull over and hope that they don't kill me mm-hmm. or I'm out of here man I'd rather get I'd rather go to jail for the night and get charged than I mean you're you're in an instant you got to think about this Ruth Anna. are you with me I'm listening. you're in an instant your life is about to change all because you're at the wrong place at the wrong time all because of timing you are now in a moment a decision that's going to affect the rest of your life you get out maybe you're killed Maybe you're maimed. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you get out. The protesters aren't, if they're that angry that they're robbing and, and pillaging and doing all their whole thing, the mob mentality doesn't have really much mercy when they're coming through. They're almost like a, 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 a colony of army ants. You know, the army ants where everything in the jungle just gets out of the way when, I mean, it lions and, and, and it, no matter what the animal is, when they, when they know that a trail of army ants are coming through, everybody runs for their life because army ants come by the millions and mm-hmm. they don't have mercy. Well, a mob mentality is the same damn way. You know, when a mob, when, look what they did in Minneapolis. They actually burned the police station down. That takes some balls. I mean, of all things to do, let's, let's take on the police and burn their station down. Well, if I'm a trucker and all of a sudden there's a mob in front of me and they're banging on my truck, guess what? I'm going to make sure that this Freightliner or this Kenworth or whatever I'm using 
is going to protect me, and I'm going to mash on the gas, and I'm gonna, I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's another thing I want to say. I'm looking at these videos here of these rioters and protesters. They're all covering their faces. That's the coronavirus. I'm kidding. No, well, that's the excuse they're going to use because some of them have surgical masks on yeah. or, or hankies or anything like that. But what I think is amazing is, first of all, if you're having an issue with the coronavirus, you're supposed to be standing six feet apart. They aren't. Yeah, plus, <laughs> if, if you're afraid of the coronavirus, then you're afraid something's going to happen to you. Well, being out with a bunch of rioters might kind of contradict that type of an attitude. Well, this the, this incident with the FedEx driver happened at 2.19 in the morning, not in the afternoon. Well, FedEx yeah. guys, they, they, they're well, line haulers, man. They deliver all hours. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This was 2.19 in the morning. He got pulled over. I think it said 3 o'clock then is when he, he got stopped. But he said he feared for his life. Of course he did. So he kept driving. He didn't know the dri- the, the person was stuck in his tires, which, you know. Yeah, that's not even. When, so when a human being gets between those two trailers, it's not even the feeling of a wheel chuck. Well, you can't. And I don't think you could really see clearly enough at night when the di- when the guy, because he was wearing dark clothing. Absolutely. So I don't think he could have actually said, like if he was wearing orange or some bright clothing, he might have noticed something flashing. But, you know, he was too busy looking ahead of him and not thinking I probably have someone, you know. I'll be honest with you. The way I feel about that whole thing is I'm sorry that the protester was killed, but I'm very happy the trucker's alive. I mean it. I, he, the truck driver is an innocent working man. Period. It is. And I'll, I'll read you the story because sure, go ahead. there's a, uh, at this time that it happened, which was yesterday, it said that a preliminary investigation revealed that the driver of a FedEx tr- double trailer was rerouted because protesters shut down a certain areas near downtown St. Louis. The police said the driver stopped due to large gathering of protesters. While he was stopped, several people gained access to the first trailer and started to remove items. So they were actually in the trailer. In the first one. Wow. Two men, while standing on the passenger side footboard of the truck's cab, displayed guns to the driver. The driver, fearing for his safety, sounded the uh, air horn, which you can hear that going in that video, and drove off until he was stopped by police. The driver didn't realize that a person was stuck on the converter dolly between the two trailers. The man had been caught by the trailer tire, pulled under, and eventually ran over by the tire. Authorities are now investigating the incident, but they believe the man who died appeared to be one of the protesters. And it says that their hearts go out to all of the events and that they're saddened for it. We offer our sincerest condolences to the family and the individual involved. There is no higher priority for FedEx than safety, and we are cooperating fully with the investigation. That's from FedEx itself. And then it said the protesters began around 1130 at night and lasted until 3 o'clock in the morning. And then it said a few interstates of St. Louis were um, closed and stuff due to all of that. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I, I didn't realize they were actually in the trailer pulling stuff out. Mm-hmm. Okay. But hence bring in the two guys on the on the passenger side rail with guns. Right. Guess what? At that moment, all bets are off. I guarantee that that trucker's never going to be even charged. And if they charge him, I'm going to tell you, we are going to be advocating for that man's release we're going to be advocating for his innocence because I'm going to tell you something. We'll get a petition of a million truckers signing a thing saying I would have done the same thing out of fear for my life. These guys are, this is, I'm going to tell you something else. That incident right there is such 
a call for truckers to start carrying legally. I know they've been talking about getting truck drivers a carry permit that allows you to go all 48 states mm-hmm. without any issues at all and, and, and be able to carry that sidearm. I'm telling you right now, that right there is the number one reason. I mean, that guy had absolutely nothing to do with anything but, hey, I'm working, I'm supporting my family, mm-hmm. I'm out trying to pay the bills. And at the same time, he's a trucker that's driving at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. So he's having to work ungodly hours. Okay, the hours that most man and woman are sleeping at. Right. Right? And right. he's a guy out there working his tail off. And here's the, here's the craziest thing. He's a trucker probably delivering stuff that them protesters that are breaking in and wanting to kill him are going to be buying supplies for their houses and their families and their babies and their their whole life their whole livelihood this trucker is supplying things that they would be using and and here these assholes are trying to rob the guy and possibly even kill him and guess what it freaking failed on him and one got killed i'm sorry for anybody's loss of life but the trucker went home alive praise god uh, you know fedex carries stuff that people purchased already so if they're sitting there he was in that area that could have been going to their local local place that they would be distributing it then yeah, for all their families and, and so, needs yeah so what it could have they're been robbing their own stuff how, how I, I wonder how they would feel if their grandmother these rioters because you know they're all mostly younger people by the the video if their grandmother or their parents had ordered stuff and and the parent goes later yeah my stuff i just i'm not going to get it now because it was on that truck that just got rioted uh, and Uber, and the, don't care no but they don't care a lot of them, though, if it was their parent, would say, "Oh man, I know where that went." You know, no, you don't think they'd say no. that. No, they're gonna they're gonna no. still end up going and saying, "Well, they they ran over that guy." And no, they'll probably <laughs> say I was insured. They'll still get it some other. I'm telling you right now, looters and rioters, they don't. They, if you're willing to go out and rob people honestly and take advantage of people, you don't give a flying rat's ass. That's just the truth. So yeah, you're right. But anyways, I just wanted to talk about that. You know, I wanted to talk about that. Awesome story that was sent to us about that trucker that yeah. got put in an orphanage. I mean, that's a touching story. But then, you know, really... So the evil stepmother actually ended up helping that, that person, that, that young guy. He yeah. ended up, she ended up helping him in the long run with her evilness. He ended up having a better life because he was able to get out of there, and his uncle ended up helping him. Well, I mean, let's, let's just put it this way. You're right. He was put in an orphanage, and we're talking about the first story right now, and... He had a lot of incentive and encouragement now to get the hell out of that damn orphanage and getting out of there was through trucking. So, hey, you know what? It was a blessing to have an evil stepmother, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, it was an incentive. The guy went to work and he had, it sounds like he loved his job because he died, you know, waiting for a load. Going back to the protester thing, again, man, I mean, why don't we just wrap this up here with a couple comments? Um, you know, if, if my advice to protesters... Uh, my advice to anybody would be advice that I used to get from my grandfather and people when I was just learning to be around heavy equipment, tractor trailers. Little things can kill you on a truck, okay? The weight of it, um, a tire blowing, the, the, the tire itself with the steel can blow apart and actually go through a windshield and kill people. Just the, the, there's so many things around a tractor trailer that most people that don't understand tractor trailers don't understand how quickly and easy something can turn on you and kill you. And I'm going to tell you something. Being between two pup trailers, okay, <laughs> while it's in motion, is about 
not only dangerous, but pretty damn stupid. It is stupid. And I'm sorry that you were uneducated. But what did you think was going to happen if you lost your balance and you were playing in between those two trailers? Mm -hmm. You know, what did you think as soon as that guy gunned it? Even I'm going to tell you something. Even at five miles an hour, if he would have the tire would have caught him. In motion, mm-hmm. it would have been no mercy. It would have still pulled him under. And actually, he would have been crunched like a potato chip because it would have slowly went over him. It, it wouldn't have even, you know, praise the Lord because it, he might have actually been instantly killed instead of being, you know what I'm saying, slowly crushed, like being fed into a wood chipper or something. This, that was might have been a blessing that he was probably going a lot faster by the time that guy fell down because it looked like that truck was picking up speed. It looked like it, but it still looked like his foot was the first thing that went towards it. Oh, did you see? I, see, I didn't catch that. I, I, you only see it for a second, and then it goes to yeah nothing, so you can't really see much. But it looked like his foot was, the one foot was being dragged, and it looked like that's what started it. And but. I'll say it does make sense that he said he didn't know. Hey, I didn't know that somebody was even hurt, you know, let alone killed. You know, he mm-hmm. probably took off and didn't want to get out of the truck. He was most likely he was looking in his rearview mirror to see if anybody was chasing him or anything like that at that point because they were smacking the truck and everything. So, like I said, he it happened at 219. They got him stopped about 50 minutes later down the road, and uh, that's when they broke the news to the guy. So, Well, here's here's also, if, if people are jumping on and, on and off of his cab, you know, that's right. a little bit of a bounce. If they're uh-huh. jumping on and off of his trailer, that's bouncing too. So he's not noticing oh, that oh, because there's so it. much pushing and, and bouncing and jumping all over his equipment as it is. Absolutely correct, because there's no doubt with all that ruckus going on, like you said, noises banging, they're in the trailer, they're pulling stuff out, they're banging on the side, they're pointing guns at me, everybody's screaming. How do I know a, a, a little bump under my tire was, mm-hmm. a, was a guy's head? Mm-hmm. I mean, bottom line is, that, you know, with all that confusion, I don't think that truck could be charged. I really don't. We're going to follow this story to make sure that we see was the was the truck driver's name in there by chance or no. not? Okay, and actually, I hope they don't put his name in there for a while. Um, Ruthann, let's wrap it up. You got your word of the day? I do, I do, I do. What do you got? Declivity. What's it called? Declivity. 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 One more time. Declivity. Declivity is a downward slope. Oh, really? Yep. Declivity. Declivity. A a down. Can you use it in a sentence? The landscape architect designed the garden to complement the natural declivity. Hey, that's pretty cool. There was no longer a creek, or crick, whatever way you want to say it, but the bridge was still spanned over a large declivity. And you're right. I'm actually used to people saying crick and creek. I think in the north, it's crick. In the south, it's creek. Am I right? Um, who knows? Who cares? I, I, you know what? After so long when you're up and down and you're hearing it two different ways, and then you have some of the friends that we have that are in like Kentucky and Tennessee, it's still another way they, they pronounce it with that accent. So it's Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Kentucky, they do say creek. Hey, listen, we're out of here. Stay away from doubles. If you don't understand tractor trailers, stay at least 10 feet away from them, okay, uh, in, in any direction. If you're, I'll give you some more advice out there. If you're an uh, innocent person driving a car and you're passing a tractor trailer, don't don't hover in the in the blind spots. Don't hover right behind the tractor trailer. And when you pass the tractor trailer, pass it. Don't take your time. G- get by quickly and safely as you can. And when you pass, don't just fly right in front of that tractor trailer and hit your brakes because you can become a wheel chalk. Get down the road. Give them plenty of room before you signal and come over. 
Signal and be v- visual, vi- be visual, but also make sure the trucker sees you. And that's some good advice, Ruth. Make yeah. sure the truck driver, you know, work together on the road. If you're not under, if you're not really familiar with tractor trailers, stay away from tractor trailers. That's just what I could tell you as far as the safety issue goes. Just like a car has blind spots, so does a tractor trailer. Absolutely. Ruth Ann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.